morning everybody I'm glad you could join me. Welcome to the Three Monocles podcast. I'm Samantha and I'm going to be with you for the next 30 minutes. Well I should start by explaining why I've called it the Three Monocles podcast but I'm going to keep you all guessing and it will be explained throughout the series. But first I am going to go straight into my pet hate of the week and it's podcast I will be delivering two pet hates of the week and my first one of today you might have guessed it COVID-19 well today is the day all us shielders can finally leave the confines of our house and go out finally look at something different other than these four walls that we have and it's going to be great. Well, we hope it is anyway. But let's take a look at what we've actually learned in the past year since COVID has been around. Now let's take a look at ourselves. What exactly have we learned about ourselves, the human race? Nothing. We are seem to be the same self-serving bunch of idiots we've always been. And why? Because all that compassion we had at the very beginning of this seems to have gone. Why? Covid's not gone away. People are still dying and getting seriously sick from this thing. And when they recover, they're still having issues. So why have all of a sudden have we decided to become so compassionless over it all? Please explain it. I mean... Take a look at people. We are selfish. And we just need to look at the anti-mask wearers. All the anti-vaxxers. You know, all those that protest against having to be locked down. And saying that, oh, this is not the way to get out of things. Well, virus spreads like a fire. You add fuel, and the fuel, unfortunately, are us human beings. And when a fire is given fuel, it spreads. And guess what? Covid is a virus. And it spreads. So, what do we need to do? We need to take as many human beings out of the mix as possible. So guess what? That means having to lock us all down and keep us away from everybody so we don't catch it. So, all of you anti-mask wearers out there, well guess what? We wear a mask so we don't breathe this thing on everybody else. And before you turn around and say, masks don't work, well guess what? Why do they make you wear a mask when somebody's got TB in hospital? Because they don't want you to catch it. Simple. If it can work in a hospital setting, it can work out in the street when you're inside a, a, a shop. Or, uh, I don't know, in inside a taxi for example you don't want to be giving the taxi driver covid how's he going to support his family you don't think about things like that do you you're just thinking of yourself selfishness that's what it boils down to selfishness i don't want to be controlled by our government well guess what you're controlled by the government every flipping day of your life when you pay your taxes when you buy your shopping when you pay your car tax when you buy when you buy your car 
You can't exactly turn around and say, I'm buying a car, but I'm not paying the car tax because I don't want to comply to what the government are telling me. Well, guess what, mate? You are doing that. Every single law you abide by, you are complying with something the government has actually told you to do. So think on before you call the police because somebody's committed a crime against you and you turn around and say, well, I'm not wearing a mask because I'm not having the government control me. Well, maybe think on when somebody's nicked your car and they t- you turn around and say, well, I'm going to call the police. Well, if you don't want to be controlled by the government, well, maybe that person who nicked your car, they don't want to be controlled by the government either. And as for these anti-vaxxers, all these, I'm not having the vaccine because I'm not being an experiment. Well, guess what, mate? I've got news for you. You had your flu jab lately? I bet you did. Well, guess what? That's a coronavirus vaccine. It's been around for years. Yeah? Remember that one? Every year, get called into the doctors. Oh, yeah, flu jab. I'll have that. Well, do you know what? They literally use the baseline of the vaccines that we already have. And they've only tweaked it so that COVID-19 can be vaccinated against. No experiments. No mucking about. No nothing like has been tested. I know it's been tested. I've had mine as soon as I was able to. I was down there getting my vaccine before I could even blink. And aren't you going to be looking stupid when you can't go on your holiday next year because you haven't had your vaccine? Uh, just think on, you know, when the pubs bring in their vaccine passports and you can't take your 18-year-old son into a, into a pub for his first pint. Yeah, if you don't want life to be um, severely restricted, well, maybe you need to think on about why you need to have this vaccine in the first place. Got a degree in biosciences, have you? Because I think I'd rather listen to the actual experts, those that develop this thing, rather than some website that's actually been made to um, scare and um, put people off. Seriously, people, think about what you are doing. I mean, if the Queen, if the Queen herself can actually have the vaccine, what does that say about people? She's not control. She's not being controlled by the government. She has to be so um, impartial to the government. It is unbelievable how impartial she has to be. So if the Queen can have the vaccine, why can't all of you? Nobody has been made severely ill or, you know. In fact, there's been less reported side effects from this vaccine, reportable ones, than there has been for the contraceptive pill, okay? More people per year have reportable side effects from the contraceptive pill than they actually have had from this vaccine. So when your people are scaring you with, um, oh, this is going to happen to you or that's going to happen to you, no, it's not. Just think on. The only thing that's going to happen to you is you are less likely to be made very ill and you are very, very less likely to pass it on to someone else. So there you go. So 
all of you lot with the, oh, I've got an IQ, I'm not going to let all these experts tell me what to do. Because I've got a brain and an IQ. Well, is your IQ really higher than these experts that have spent years and years and years doing this? Not only did they go through God knows how many years at university studying for this, which most of them still do. You don't just stop when you do your degree. It carries on. You still have to be in learning. But they also do this for a living. Every single day of their lives, they do this for a living. So please, 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 if you are offered the vaccine, don't take on board what so-and-so down the road has told you about how bad it is and what they're pumping inside you. They are not pumping anything else inside you than what is necessary. It is a dead COVID that they are putting inside you. Very much like when they give you the flu vaccination or the pneumonia vaccination. I mean, take smallpox. Where is smallpox now? I can tell you where smallpox is. It's in two, there is two labs, it's in two vials and it's stored away. Nobody gets smallpox anymore. Smallpox has been eradicated from the human system because we vaccinated against it. And another thing I shall just say, just say my piece on one more little thing with all you anti-vaxxers. Where were you all when they all brought in the new HPV vaccine for girls in schools a couple of years ago to stop them getting cervical cancer? Did you all pipe up then? I'm not going to let my daughter have that because there's been it's only been around a couple of years. Mm. We don't know what effect it's going to have on them in 10 years' time. Well, guess what? No, that ain't been around in 10 years' time, but you're not stopping your kid from having that one, are you? So just think before you speak and before you start bandering all your crap. So, yeah, that's it. That's all I'm going to say on COVID because I will go on a rant. This podcast won't be 30 minutes, it'll be three hours. And then we will review. Yeah. Anyway. I shall calm down now. I shall have a mouthful of water. And then we'll go on to my next pet hate of the week. So far. You closet racists. Yep. All those... I don't call them closet racists, I call them racist enablers. Because they're all the ones that go, I'm not a racist because my next door neighbour's black. So how does that make you not a racist? Well, just because your next door neighbour's black doesn't mean to say that you are ignoring all the racism that goes on around you, that you're not challenging it, that you're not you know, oh, I don't know really how I can put this, but, you know, you don't seem to see that because it's not your problem, that it's not a problem. It's everybody's problem. And actually, it's more of a white person problem than it is a person of colour's problem. Because believe it or not, 
we are the issue. And I'm not too scared to stand up and turn around and call somebody a racist when I hear someone literally being abused in the street purely on the basis of their colour. When I hear somebody turn around and say, I'm not taking that off of you because you're black. Excuse me, what makes them any different from you? Exactly, nobody can give me that answer. I really, 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 really do not understand people. And the only thing, well, the, the only conclusion I can come up with as to why there is a problem in this world is because we put a label on everything. There's never an issue until there's a label on something. And it always seems to be when a label is stuck on something, it's a problem. And I don't understand why. The only label I'm interested in, are you a decent person? Yes. Fine. I like you. I don't care if you're black, brown, white, purple, yellow with green spots. I don't care. If you're a decent person, I'll be decent to you. It is really that simple. You don't have to start abusing somebody in the street because they happen to be a different colour to you. They have thoughts, feelings and opinions which are just as valid as yours. Quite literally, believe it or not. Do you not think it hurts when you turn around and turn, call someone a darkie? Because believe you me, it does. And I'm saying that as a 42 year old white woman. So why aren't more people challenging these racists? Please explain to me. Now when I was listening to the radio the other day, the whole David Lammy thing that was going on, and that woman caller called up and turned around and told him he cannot call himself English because he is black. I wanted the world to open up and swallow me because I am a white woman. Because she literally made all white people look racist. I don't think like that. As far as I'm concerned, if you are born in England, you are English. I don't care what colour you are, where your parents were born, whatever. If you are born in England, you are English. You can't get more English than being born in blooming London or Yorkshire. So if you happen to be black or brown or any person of colour who happens to have been born in England, you are English. If you are a person of colour who was born in Scotland, you are Scottish. If you are a person of colour who was born in Wales, you are Welsh. And if you are a person of colour 
who was born in the Northern Ireland, you are Northern Irish. And all those people who turn around and say they can't call themselves but from the nationality of the place that they were born can go and quite literally fuck themselves. Because you are quite literally a racist. Because, let me tell you something, if Nicola Sturgeon gets her way and Scotland ends up becoming devolved of the, U of the United Kingdom, what is a person of colour in Scotland going to be able to call themselves? They'll have to call themselves Scottish, won't they? Quite literally, Scottish. Where else are they going to call themselves from? Well, they can't turn around and say, oh, well, I am from Indian descent, so I'm an Indian born in Scotland, because that's a bit of a mouthful. Well, no, they're English. They were born in England. Well, sorry, Scotland, I should say. There's me getting the terminology all mixed up. But, you know, if you were born in, you know, if you're born in Scotland and you've got a Scottish birth certificate, you're Scottish. If you've got a Scottish passport, you're Scottish. Well, it's a British passport, isn't it? But you're still Scottish. Well, if they decide to go their own way, we'll be Scottish, a Scottish passport. You know, I see myself as English first and British second. And I will always think of myself like that. And why should it be different from anybody else? A person of colour can think of themselves as English first and their ethnicity second. There is no difference. It's like, can, you know, if somebody from another country nationalises, why is it they're more of a right to call themselves English than somebody who's actually born here? Please, 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 somebody explain that one to me too. Because otherwise the law is literally an ass. I had somebody try and explain to me on Twitter that does not live in this country that all English people are um, ill-educated because we do not understand the... Um, how what the word native means but trying to explain to them that actually that the english are actually made up of so many different nationalities that actually at one point we actually did call ourselves anglo-saxons because we were all mixed you know we've got dane we've got roman we've got viking we've got the french from when william the conqueror and the normans came over there's so many different nationalities mixed up within our, you know, in our DNA, whatever, that goes back so many hundred ye of years. There is no pure English native DNA left. You know, and having to then explain to them that, hold on a minute, well, does that mean the president of the USA isn't uh, really the president because he's not a native... American because his actual um, heritage is actually British from when all the British colonials went over there and settled in America. 
because they're only Native Americans and American Indians. And they couldn't come back with a comment on that. And this was somebody who actually resides in Poland. And it actually got to the point where this person, and there was no excuse for this, this person was literally getting abused left, right and centre. But to be honest, she shouldn't have really got in to um, the politics of a country. She has no real um, knowledge or education of. And somebody did actually turn around and say to her, why don't you just leave what it means to be English to the English? And I think because England is such, well, Britain is such a diverse country, you know, we should be proud to turn around and say, you know, if a person of colour is proud to turn around and say they're English, let them. You know, and why should all the racists out there turn around and say, you can't call yourself English because you, you're black? No. Get it right. They were born in England. They're English. Regardless of what you think. I am starting to get a little bit irate now. You can probably hear it in my voice that I'm really, really, really getting irate because racism is something that really, really, really bothers me. I do have um, mixed race family members. Um, I don't like calling them a mixed race because actually their mother, although is black, is English and their father is white English. So to me, they're just my cousins. Um, and, you know, uh, I, I, I think I was you know, in a different kind of position to most people of like my generation was. I did have black and I had black friends, they lived in the same street as me. It was perfectly normal. I grew up, you know, with that. So people of colour were were there. It it wasn't a strange thing for me. Um I at school you know, again, I had a, a, a very good friend, I'm still friends with her now, and she's Indian, her parents came over here from India, she was born here in England, um, again, I don't call her my Indian friend, you know, in normal circumstances, she is my friend, um, but I've always only ever seen them as just other people and I think that's what other people need to do it's just why we need to differentiate ourselves you know if if somebody's just a genuinely nice person just be a genuine nice person back it's not hard they say hello just say hello back you're not, it's not you're going to do any harm know just just have a think on and then also I think something else that I don't know if they teach it in schools now but like evolution and stuff that actually black people were on this planet a lot sooner than what we were actually 
because all life started in Africa and us whiteies have been on the planet a lot less than time than they have you know the further away from the equator where life actually started the whiter people get you know and us on the outskirts of of that you know I often think you know we actually need to take a look at ourselves actually they're not the ones with the problem we are so let's just uh, have a think on and uh, just try and be a bit kinder to everybody you know times are tough as it is let's not make things even tougher by going oh I'm not going over there because that person's black or you know I'm not going to challenge the racist because I'm not a racist because my next door neighbour's black and I don't need to get involved well you know just just have a think about what sort of world you want people to live in yeah so that is quite literally my two pet hates of the week so that is it and that is going to be it for me now and uh, I hope you listen and try and get something out of it it's not just about me um, ranting on it just just trying to get that information out there and just look say look have a bit of compassion you know covid is still there we need to do our bit so just you know if you're going to put your mask on put your mask over your nose and your mouth when somebody off when it's your turn to be offered the vaccine Get the information from the people that know about vaccines. Don't speak to somebody who already is so against it. Get your facts, not your fiction. And then when you're thinking about racism, just don't try and say, I'm not a racist because I don't use racist language or because I know people of colour. Don't enable the racism. Challenge it. Actually turn around and say, well, actually, it's not good enough. This world that we live in at the minute. And just, just try and live with a bit more kindness with everybody. Okay, and I shall leave it there. And I will see you guys again on Monday for my next podcast. And I can't give you what my two rants of the week are going to be because I don't know what the news is going to be. But I hope you enjoyed listening. And I will see you again for episode two. Well, I will hear you again for episode two on Monday. I'll see you then. Bye.